Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 98. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Carl and Dwayne. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, Brian. And hey, today we have a special guest. We have our uh, Jedi Master Patreon member, Melanie Roberts. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Yay. Hey, Melanie. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, so this is one of the perks of being a Jedi Master, is being able to come onto the podcast and talk about a subject that you want to talk about. And we'll be talking about something that, that she does, and she's done for me and several other people, and not just Star Wars, but crochet figures. It's an interesting interesting subject. We haven't talked about it yet. I mean, I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast over the years that she has made some for me, and uh, she's going to talk about some of the stuff that goes into making them. Uh, I know you said that you don't collect Star Wars, but we always like to let our guests, you know, mention anything they've gotten recently. Uh, anything at all? I attempted to get a 12-inch Chewbacca from my childhood off of an auction site, and I lost um, significantly um, at guessing how much it would be, and <laughs> it was far exceeding what I was willing to pay. Um, so it will forever be in my memories. Well, there are other ways to get them. I know. But it's probably a good thing you didn't win it on that auction site because there's a buyer's premium of, what was it, Dwayne, like 26%? Uh, something like that, yeah. So if you'd have won it, it'd have been 26% on top of that. Okay. So it's probably a good thing you didn't win it. Probably get one way cheaper somewhere (laughs) else. (laughs) I'll look for it. I'll look for you for one. Okay, thanks. All right, so, Dwayne, what'd you get? Well, uh, I, I wrote in the notes, I got nada this month. <laughs> <laughs> since since our last podcast, which, I mean, that one, uh, just, just days before that, I'd received a, a big uh, shipment of, of figures and stuff, so that was covered last month. But, yeah, I haven't, uh, haven't got anything new this month so far. Um, I guess we still got one day to go. It's currently it's February 27th, but uh, and I didn't get a chance to go pick up my comic books from the, the Inner Geek uh, store, so that would have been something <clears throat> new. But mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to talk about those next month. Okay, <clears throat> Carl, what'd you get? Well, I got the wave of Star Wars figures that you all had last month. They actually just came came the other day. Um, the Luke Skywalker Mandalorian, the Cal Kestis Jedi Survivor, the Clatonian Raider, which I think is an amazing looking figure. They did a really outstanding standing job on that one. Mm-hmm. And Cassian Andor and Val, who was also in the Cassian show, but those came just like two days ago. Okay, yeah, I, I think they all look good. Yeah, it was a good. It's a good, but the I don't know. There's something about the Clatonian Raider that just looks awesome to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I got the Star Wars Toys R Us medals. Do you guys remember those? Vaguely. Uh, there was. I don't think so. I got. There's four of them that I got. I'm not sure if there's how many were in the the list. I haven't had a chance to look it up. I know my wife's gonna be like, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me a a website to look it up, and I didn't have time to look it up. Um, but one of them has. Uh, looks like a an Ewok on it. The other one has Darth Vader. Uh, see, the third one has C-3PO and R2-D2, and the fourth one has uh, an AT-AT driver. So you got Endor, Yavin, Tatooine, and Hoth. And huh. 
there were I vaguely remember these and you had to do something you know to to get them buy certain things and I remember going into Toys R Us and trying to get them and they'd already given them all out I'm looking at pictures of them online right now they do look pretty cool yeah I got them for on eBay I, I was just you know searching for Star Wars stuff and I got them for 20 bucks <laughs> so hmm. not too bad huh. also uh, a buddy of mine that lives out in California went to Disneyland and bought me the 100th anniversary Disney Star Wars coins. So I got all four of them. There's Princess Leia with R2-D2, Yoda, Luke and Vader fighting, and then Han and Chewie. And they're normal, you know, Star Wars coin size, I guess you can say. So, but uh, I'm not sure how long, you know, they'll probably be available for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to make sure that, that I would get them. Yeah, it seems like I saw uh, news about uh, that program. <clears throat> that uh, Not just Star Wars, but mm-hmm. they're, they're... Oh, there's producing, others. Yeah, collectible anniversary anniversary coins of all of the Disney properties. Uh, both animated and Pixar and Star Wars and Indiana Jones and uh, Marvel. I don't, and, I don't and know if the all this stuff. Indiana Jones ones have released yet. I haven't heard. Uh-huh. But uh, I definitely I guess I should saw have said Lucasfilm, <laughs> Lucasfilm products. Yeah, I definitely saw the Star Wars ones and yeah. asked a buddy of mine to get them, and they were, I think, twenty bucks for all four of them. And I got Insider number two hundred and seventeen. It just came in the mail today. I haven't even opened it yet. And also for Valentine's Day, Stephanie got me a Grogu tumbler. Cool. <clears throat> all right. So as far as meeting news, we have our meeting here in the. Ashland area at the Flatwoods Public Library on March the 12th, starting at noon. Um, I'm going to bring the Trivial Pursuit, and we'll have our our Trivial Pursuit game, since I forgot to do it at Christmas and haven't had a chance to really be at the meetings for very long in the last couple of months. And then, of course, the aforementioned Columbus Toy Show on the 19th of March. And then Xenia has their toy show on the 25th, which back in the fall, they were on the same weekend so I'm not sure if they didn't want that to happen again or it just the way it worked out. I'm sure that the people doing it probably didn't want to do it back-to-back days. It's right. tough moving all that stuff around in one day. <laughs> yeah. And the Lexington Comic Con will be March the 23rd through the 26th. Whorehound. Yeah, is there Star Wars people at Whorehound? There's usually Star Wars merchandise there, so that technically counts. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know if there was people that had done horror movies that had also done Star Wars movies. There has been before. Um, crap, I can't. His name has just left my brain now. Um, oh my gosh, the guy that did the diabetes commercials all the time, Wilford Brimley. Oh, Wilford Brimley, yeah. Yeah, Brimley. He's been in. He was in that one of the Ewok movies, and he was at Horror Hound. But yeah, there's definitely mm-hmm. people that's crossed over. Okay. Um, there's also. Me and Doug will be going to Adepticon the 23rd through the 26th, and we'll be playing uh, Star Wars X-Wing miniatures there. Nice. Uh, so there's other, also other Star Wars games there, too. These are all uh, worlds. This is the worlds event. So they'll have people from all over the world coming to this to play, and whoever you know is the champion will be the world champion for and this where, year. Where is that at? That is in Schaumburg, Illinois. It's a Schaumburg, Illinois. slightly northwest of Chicago. 
Okay. Hmm. Maybe 30 minutes at most away. Uh-huh. You know, in, in traffic. <laughs> Probably like 10 miles away from Chicago. Yeah. 10 miles, but 30 <laughs> minutes to get there. Yeah, if not more. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, so lots of things to look forward to in the month of March, I guess, as spring approaches and, uh, you know, people are able to get out and not have to worry about weather and all of that. And uh, we can finally start having some more events going on. Yeah, the swap uh, meet did, will be April the 22nd. Yeah. In, uh, is that going to be in Indiana again? Probably. It seems like the the, the Louisville uh, members uh, always have a hard time finding a, a spot you know, in Louisville proper anymore to uh, host events. So their fallback is usually uh, there in Indiana, just across the river. So, but that's fine. It's, you know, anytime you get around those metro areas, you know, anything like you just said, with even with Chicago, anything within a half an hour still is sometimes technically <laughs> considered <laughs> part of the part of the city. Yeah, it's so. a, a whole lot cheaper to stay in Schaumburg, though. Than it is in Chicago. (laughs) I mean, shoot, the Um, convention center doesn't even charge for parking. It's free. Yeah. I was going to say on the the Lexington Comic Con uh, front, uh, I did see this past week that one of their Star Wars guests uh, has had to cancel. uh, And that was, uh, oh, shoot, I just had his name in my my head and I forgot. What character did he play? Um, He was uh, in Rogue One, the... uh, the big robot, uh, droid. I said, Oh, robot. Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Alan Tudyk. Uh, so that was somebody that I would have possibly tried to go and, and meet and get an autograph from, uh, on the, uh, uh, action figure card pack, but he's gone. He's not going to be there now. So if anybody listening was planning on, uh, meeting him, going to the Lexington comic con and meeting him, he's uh, canceled. Okay. So news for this month, Moving on, uh, <clears throat> big big happenings this week. Like I said earlier, we are currently sitting on February 27th. So, in two days' time, on March 1st, uh, we have the season three premiere of The Mandalorian, uh, which technically here uh, in the in the East Coast, uh, we can start watching it generally at 3 a.m. on Tuesday night. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, if you want to stay up that late. Or get up that early. So that's exciting. Of course, it'll be just the first episode. Uh, they're not doing anything like they've done recently with Obi-Wan or uh, I think Bad Batch did it too, where they showed us the first two episodes on, on the first day. And or showed three. Yeah. Um, so, but, uh, you know, everybody, uh, I'm sure, is excited because that uh, The Mandalorian has been the, the series uh that has kind of rejuvenated uh, Star Wars in the last uh, four years, three to four years, and we're all excited to see what uh, what's going to happen. Um, uh, along with that, uh, we're seeing some news about uh, uh, tie-ins. Um, Target announced this week that they're going to start having Mando Mania events on beginning March 15th, which is two weeks after the premiere of the, of the uh, show. And the indications are that there will be exclusive merchandise available. Uh, this will be on Wednesday each week. Um, and 
Don't know how long it'll run for, but that's beginning March 15th, Mandomania on Target, at Target. Both are in-store, I'm assuming, and, and online. Uh, also, uh, Amazon has revamped their, uh, I guess, Star Wars merchandise portal, uh, or what you would call a landing page uh, with Mando-themed uh, graphics, and it is just absolutely full of Grogu and a Mandalorian uh, character uh, items. You can go there now and check all that out. Um, <clears throat> I do hope there's some maybe more practical items that they come out with that aren't just plastered with Grogu. He's cute now, <laughs> but I'm, I am a little bit tired of seeing Grogu mm -hmm. everything. Aren't we yeah. all? Yeah, uh, he's he's a big draw, though. He's the one, uh, it seems like, that they're using to cross over. And, I mean, I saw, just scrolling through, like, baby clothes. With, of course, we've got, you know, like you said, every, plushies and uh, uh, tumblers <laughs> mm -hmm. with Grogu on them. And, and, uh, but I did see some, some shirts and merchandise that were just Mando uh, and... Uh, you know, so there's there's stuff for both adults and for the kids and, and younger uh, younger uh, fans. Uh, so yeah, and I'm sure uh, Hasbro will will jump in, uh, possibly even starting Wednesday. Uh, I expect maybe Hasbro Pulse will will have some announcements or new items, uh, you know, to show us. Be nice if they had some available immediately. Right, yeah. right. Like a surprise release. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> we've been waiting how long? I mean, obviously we, we had to do the Book of Boba Fett series since Mandalorian Season 2. Um, but there were three episodes in in that series that were focused on the Mandalorian, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think the kind two of, were, were pretty much exclusively him and the third yeah. one just had him in it along yeah. with so Boba Fett. If you haven't watched those episodes, they really bridged the gap between Mandalorian season two and where we're at beginning on season three. So I would suggest going back and watching those, uh, finding those episodes. Is of what season three will bring us? You can see the previews. I mean, that's about all we know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, my understanding is, is we're going to see, uh, the Mandalorian homeworld, uh, and more of the Mandalorian characters that we've met already. Plus some new ones, uh, and just more kind of hopping around the galaxy, you know, Mando and, and Grogu uh, going on missions, maybe even back going back to bounty hunting uh, on some episodes. Uh, we've also, uh, I think we mentioned this last month, but uh, the new Star Wars Visions um, Season 2 will be on Disney Plus on May 4th. That's one of the May the 4th um, uh, events that they have planned for us this year. Uh, Course of Visions is an animated series, uh, Japanese animation or anime, um, that uh, I think it only had six episodes uh, for season one. And I feel uh, like it was more than six. Yeah, it might have been. Uh, of course, I I actually don't think I even watched them all. Uh huh. Some of them were were pretty good. Some of them were were just confusing. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> uh, which if it doesn't keep your interest then you just kind of you know you move on to the next thing um, but uh, that's coming um, also some news out this week 
Uh, of course, uh, I'll, some of our stateside friends uh, here are planning a trip uh, in April. Uh, Celebration Europe uh, is uh, really ramping up now. Um, that is in uh, being held in London this year. Uh, the dates are April the 7th through the 10th, which is a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Uh, and apparently they still have some tickets left. If you're, if you're in one of our, possibly an international listener, or if you're just someone who, uh, uh, you know, is a last minute, uh, you know, person <laughs> that likes to, uh, would it, wouldn't it be interested in traveling to London to, for Celebration Europe? There are single-day tickets available for Friday, Sunday, and Monday. So the Saturday tickets are all sold out, and then the four-day passes are all sold out. But uh, Which Saturday is normally the busiest day anyway. Right, right. Uh, but that's, you know, uh, there, like I said, there are people that we know that are planning on going uh, to that. And then uh, uh, that, of course... Uh, the one thing kind of uh, disappointing that I've heard, and it may, it may just be a rumor, but I've heard that they're not going to be doing the live streaming uh, from this celebration like they did uh, for the one in Anaheim last year. So any, yeah, any of the uh, stage, you know, shows or stage events that they usually hold or any of the interviews or the uh, reveals or anything like that, we're going to have to get them, I guess, secondhand. Uh, of course, there'll be plenty of, of uh, Star Wars, uh, probably podcasters and uh, oh, just people so posting on. on Facebook, right? That'll that'll be sharing everything that's going on on well, Facebook. See, we'll, we'll get up in the morning, and they'll already have been there for a couple hours. <laughs> right, right. So that's happening, and then apparently, uh, when they were talking about that this week, they let it slip uh, in a <laughs> oops. Uh, discussion that they were having that uh, the next celebration here in the in the United States uh, is already planned for 2025 so we'll have to we'll skip a year which used to be the way it was we always mm-hmm. skipped usually one year to two years between celebrations mm-hmm. um, and that's fine with me because me too. That's a, it's a it's a big undertaking to you know try to get that scheduled into your your yearly vacation plans uh of course the location and the dates are unknown at this point uh obvious any guesses or pre- preference uh, to where <laughs> you would like it to be well i guess the obvious you know uh options orlando. would be anaheim again <laughs> or, or orlando again uh, because of the proximity to the disney properties i would think but orlando but yeah uh, i think they you know they kind of the one in Chicago a few years ago, I thought it was just as, as nice and then just as well uh, run and everything as, as the ones I've been to in Anaheim and, and Orlando. So Yeah, but uh, it's it was more way more expensive. Yeah, I, I guess. You know, you can well, yeah, you're right when you because, compare let's say parking for instance. Uh-huh. Parking there for a day or, you know, not even a full day, but just to park and go to the convention was thirty five dollars. Uh-huh. And comparison you know, Orlando, it was ten dollars. Okay. Yeah. I didn't places know to stay. I... <laughs> places to stay were much more yeah. expensive. So for me, I I would rather it be in Orlando, uh-huh. even though it is a longer drive. And they could always surprise us. Um, you know, there are as far as convention centers big enough uh, with 
you know, hotels and everything in the close proximity. Las Vegas is always an option. Oh, I hope not. I would say <laughs> uh, there's a lot. The the convention industry in Las Vegas is just huge. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, San Diego's big enough. Right. Uh, I'm not sure if Los Angeles proper is actually big enough anymore. Yeah. But there are several others that over the years have gotten bigger. Uh huh. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. Uh, I, you know, normally they they announce uh, more information at the the uh, celebration that is going on currently. So that's what a lot of people were already expecting that at the end of Celebration Europe in April that we would get this information. But uh, and we may get more information. Well, uh, we were already planning to go to uh-huh. Florida in 2025 because that's when the Universal Mario World opens. Okay. Not sure what time of the year it's going to open. But that, <laughs> so it, you may end up going twice that year. Uh, I hope not. I hope it's all <laughs> all in one shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else have we got going on in news? Newsworthy. Let's see here. Mando Starfighter. Yeah, that was something uh, that I just I, I happened to notice it on on uh, Yak Face. I think I saw uh, that too. Revealed this that uh, they have discovered the code name for the the vintage collection Mando N1 Starfighter, which was announced to be in the pipeline, uh, I think earlier this month. Um, and uh, according to the information they've been able to garner, it's, uh, it's going to include some sort of exclusive figure. You uh, think it'll be on the card? You know, I kind of doubt it. The box is big enough to have an on-card figure included, but I, I, I bet they're, they're, going to get away from that they seem to uh you know the smaller ships like the speeder bike we just got and everything like that are more i haven't gotten mine yet have you got yours it's yeah yeah i had mine at the meeting i guess you weren't there when i had it out playing with it um (laughs) (laughs) so uh but anyway the retail price is uh is rumored to be 131 dollars 99 cents which is odd you know normally it's 100 or 150 or mm-hmm. you know 99 or 149 or 199 but 131.99 uh, which if it's got an included figure you know you figure that's going to be you know 18 to 20 dollars of that value so you're still paying over a hundred dollars for the for the starfighter i hope it doesn't have a carded figure because then i don't have to buy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well i guess the good thing about that if, is if you don't really want the starfighter but you need the figure uh, i think the starfighter would be very easy to resell yeah probably to someone without the figure <laughs> so i don't you know we, i just a little bit of tidbit there of course there have been other news uh you know about collectibles uh, uh black series uh prices are going up at, at uh, gamestop i saw um they were already so, uh, high to begin with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, no. I think there wasn't a whole lot of actual, you know, I guess announcements of new stuff. Uh-huh. Basically, it was all, you know, except for the fact that they're they are re-releasing. I just saw today the Mandalorian on the vintage collection card, the one in the best car. They are re-releasing that one for the yeah. for the new show. Or the new series, I mean, the season. Mm-hmm. Putting it up for pre-sale again. Yeah, because it's the same number, too, so there's nothing any different. 
They're just re-releasing it, which is fine. I mean, they, you should have a lot of, you know, they should do that every once in a while for, you know, mainline figures that are popular. Right. Yeah. Especially stuff like Stormtroopers. I mean, heck, they should do that once every couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, re-release some of the same Stormtroopers or other army builders. Having more news? Anybody heard anything? All right, well, that leads us into our general discussion. And that's why we have Melanie on here. She's going to talk about crocheting and uh, all those figures that she's done and what all goes into that. So if you're ready, Melanie, take it away. Okay. Um, Yeah, whenever I started crocheting about 15 years ago, I really wanted to make crocheted dolls. They're called amigurumi, and that's just a Japanese word for crochet or knitted doll. Um, I started with um, some basic patterns and some basic yarns, not really having a clue what I was doing. And if you've seen my, if you've seen Brian's collection of original dolls that I started with, (laughs) you might see that I was new, um, new to crochet. But um, hopefully if you want to get started or if you know somebody that crochets and you want to help them get started on your collection, these are some tips that that might help out. Um, I lucked into finding the patterns that I started with because it really made the collection more cohesive to stay the same size from, you know, Luke and Leia. And then, you know, how that's going to be fitting with a a Chewbacca that the same designer makes the pattern for so that they all look like the same general size in relation to each other. Um, I would suggest buying all the same size yarns so that you're not you know, using thicker and thinner yarn so an arm doesn't look bigger than a body when it's not supposed to. Um, I keep notes on everything I make so I can go back and make another, which I've done multiples of Ewoks. Um, I'm not sure what else I've done multiples of, but I know I've made an awful lot of Ewoks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I keep all my materials together, so if I have any um, leftover safety eyes from a project... I know what project they're meant for because you always lose like the little cardboard piece you rip off of a package. And so keeping those together just makes it easier the next time you make another one or another item from a collection. What I used are patterns from a lady, Lucy Collin. And I started with 10 original patterns that she had on Etsy. And like I said, I just really lucked into finding her because she's the one that ended up publishing I think she has three starter kits for Star Wars, one or two for Harry Potter. I don't, I've lost track of how many crochet starter kits that she sells with her pattern books now. And they're all available on Amazon. Um, So I bought, I bought the 10 patterns. Uh, I have two of the books. So I have the Star Wars crochet that uh, some of the patterns I have are not even in this book, but she does still sell them on her Etsy shop. And the ones that you can get on Etsy, like I said, some of those aren't published in books. And I I think it has something to do with maybe some kind of copyright for whoever releases the book versus her being able to sell them on Etsy. So on Etsy, you'll find things like Jar Jar Binks, which I know is my brother's favorite, Mm -hmm. and Darth Maul. (laughs) Um, You can get Leia in a bikini. You can get young Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, young Ahsoka Tano. Luke Skywalker is a farm boy and a pilot. And then the Porgs, which I actually have 
Ugh, I've had printed out for months to make my nephew and haven't gotten around to it yet. So <laughs> um, I did pull everything out because we were having this meeting. I said, I have to get started on this. So they're sitting here waiting to go. Um, there is another book out there I don't have yet called The Mandalorian Crochet. Hint, hint. Um, would be a good birthday oh. or Christmas present. <laughs> and the kits come with enough um, yarn, stuffing, a couple sets of eyes for you to make two characters. And each set will tell you on the box which character you can make with what comes in it. So like the basic Star Wars crochet comes with uh, Stormtrooper and Yoda. The even more crochet comes with everything you need to make BB-8 and a Jawa. I believe I've made both of those, but I'm not sure if Brian, do you have the Jawa? Um, you might not have a Jawa. I do not have the Jawa. I don't. I don't think I have the BB-8. No, that was Bo. That was Bo's. Yeah. Yeah, I, I made that for Bo. Um, and then the Mandalorian crochet kit comes with the Mandalorian and Grogu, and then you can make his floating pram. Yeah, the ones that so. you've made me so far are Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, Boba Fett, Obi Wan Kenobi. Han, Chewbacca, Luke, Leia, R2, C-3PO, Yoda, Wicket, or just an Ewok. I can't tell what it is. <laughs> uh, Java the Hutt, Admiral Akbar, Grogu, and a Death Star. Oh, yeah, the Death Star ornament. I, I need to make another one of those for me. That turned out so cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the biggest lesson learned if, you know, somebody who wants to get started or if you if anybody listening wants to get started... You know, find a company that makes all different yarns, the same size, all different colors, like Red Heart Super Saver. I think a lot of people who don't even craft know what Red Heart Super Saver is. I don't know if you guys do or not, but it is a basic acrylic no, yarn. I don't. And it's in every store. You can get it at Walmart. You can get it um, from Joanne Fabrics, Hobby Lot. Well, Hobby Lobby only carries mainly their own yarns, but they even carry a basic number four yarn or worsted weight, however it's referred to in different patterns. It's all the same. Um, so yeah, using the same kind of yarn so that it, it coordinates throughout your many projects so that you end up with the right size of a character because nobody wants like a, you know, a giant Luke next to a little Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe you do. I don't know. Um, I've had to go out searching in some cases. Like, I think the hardest eyes that I had to find were for Admiral Akbar. And I oh, think yeah. I found them. I could understand that. Yeah, I think I found them either on Amazon or Etsy. And I had to buy, like, an entire tube of them. So maybe <laughs> I should just start cranking out the Admiral Akbars. I know a guy in the Ohio club that would probably like one. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably pay for it. Yeah, so I think I I did make you a job of the hut. He's in the mm -hmm. original book. Did you say job of the hut? Yes. That one it it looks simple, but that one was was difficult to piece together. It looks good though. Well, thanks. So, what got you started on wanting to do this in the first place? Um, gosh, I don't know. Like I really I really wanted to learn how to crochet all of a sudden whenever I don't know. I think it was right before I was deploying. So I, I packed up all these yarns in the hopes of being able to take them with me on deployment and have something to do instead of being bored. And um, it was just an easy thing to travel around and, and work up things or, you know, take something into the office. If you have a 12 or 14 hour day, you can 
sit between meetings and work on things. And I didn't want scarves. I didn't want hats. I was like, I really want to just make a Megarumi dolls and, um, you know, just whatever, whatever sparks joy is, is what's going to be easiest for you to grasp onto the harder aspects of learning because you're, you're more interested in the outcome and the process. So in all practicality, I didn't need a Megarumi dolls, but I found these patterns for Star Wars and you really liked Star Wars. So uh, I guess as my brother, you were the first recipient of my, <laughs> my talents. <laughs> did I, did I buy those books for you? Um, the first original 10 patterns I bought off Etsy. And then I think you and Stephanie bought me the first Star Wars crochet book that she published. Yeah. But there are patterns in here that aren't the original 10 ones that she put out on Etsy. Okay. So like Luke in here is um, Return of the Jedi Luke. Or wait. Yeah. Because he's all in black. And then the one I made you is the farm boy Luke. Yes. And so Jabba the Hutt. all these ones I'm missing now. <laughs> I know. Well, and I, yeah, I know. I always have big plans, but then, you know, life gets in the way. The The second book, Even More Crochet, has the band from mm -hmm. the, the bar. Yes. And I really want to make these guys because they're just so hilariously ridiculous <laughs> in a little crocheted figure with instruments. Um, and Neen Nund, Nub, I'm not saying. Nine Numb. Nine Numb. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even, I don't really remember him. He was a pilot, though. Yeah, he, he was with uh, Lando in the Falcon in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he's in the second book. And Admiral Akbar, he's in here. Lando Calrissian. Obi-Wan is in the second book. He didn't, I guess the one I made you didn't make the cut for the first book. <laughs> <laughs> and who's this? Oh, Kylo Ren is in the second book. Mm -hmm. And Ray. And Ray. And Finn. BB no, Poe's in here. And Finn, yep. Yeah, Greedo's you guys bought one me. Of them. Yeah, you guys bought me both of these books. Yeah, I think I bought the first one for you when you were deployed, right? I don't. I just remember having the printed out patterns because I still have those with oh, my notes okay. written on them. Because I know that you made those while you you made some while you were over there. Almost all of them. I think the only one I didn't make over there, besides Jabba and Admiral Akbar, because those came patterns came later. Um, Bubba Fett. I made him whenever I got home because I was on leave before I had to go back to work. And uh, I remember taking a picture of him in the windowsill, so I was definitely home. But, yeah, it's just um, – it's been fun making them. You know, as I've gotten older, uh, making these little dolls kind of hurts my hand. So <laughs> <laughs> I just have to go slower and, and take my time instead of trying to crank it out in a couple hours. I don't think I've ever, like, pushed you to make them for me at all. Oh, no, I don't even think you've, besides just buying me the pattern books, which I enjoy having because I really like how she writes patterns, um, I don't think you've ever asked me for any any one in particular. But which one should I make next? <laughs> uh, the Cantina Band sounds good. <laughs> I know, but that's four. It's up to you. That's, no, that's but actually six. <laughs> <laughs> or seven or seven depending on who you ask yeah. yeah wow yeah there's there's a lot they may not have patterns for all their instruments but you can find them online i'm sure did i not make you a greedo mm, no i don't think so 
No. Okay. Yeah, Greedo's in the book, in the second one, even more crochet. Yeah, I better you know, get to work. Yeah. Or or <laughs> just teach Brian how to do it. He can make his own. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I bought uh, the first book for my daughter, Ashley. Uh, the one with the stormtrooper and the Yoda, but I think she was still just a little too young. It's been when the the first year it came out, which was probably what four years, five years ago. Oh no, uh, the first one came out long before or, that. Yeah, it may maybe even longer. Uh, I think it was after I saw yours, Brian, mm-hmm. when you you know brought them into the meeting, and I saw them, and I thought, oh, my daughter might be interested in, in learning how to do that, so I bought her the book, but she never never followed through. Uh, she just seems to stay busy with so many other things. Well, the but the uh, copyright date on the book is 2016, and uh, I know I bought the 10 original patterns before I deployed in 2009. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, crochet is not for, not everybody's jam. I get it. Um, I my daughter's 10 and. I don't think she's too young to learn. I think it's that she's got so many other outlets for her, um, you know, expressing her own form of mm. art that she just doesn't want to get into what I'm doing. And that's fine. Um, but through some of the clubs that I'm in, there are there are pretty young kids that are, are very into crochet or knitting and just cranking stuff out. Looks like... Uh... Lucy has a, another book called Crochet Star Wars Characters, and it just has some yarn sticking up on the upper top of it, and it's got Yoda on the on the package. I've never yeah, seen so that there one. Are, yeah, there are a couple of um, books that will only have like three patterns. The reason I, I talked about the, the three books um, that I put in the show notes, the Star Wars Crochet, Star Wars Even More Crochet and Star Wars The Mandalorian Crochet is because those three books will encompass all of her crochet patterns for Star Wars besides the ones in her Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. But there are cheaper, smaller packages that will have two or three patterns. Oh, okay. So, so you're funny. paying almost the yeah. same amount of money. This one's not yeah. cheap. This one's 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Evidently it's out of print. <laughs> oh, Okay. Well, I have a question. Uh, have you ever uh, considered doing? Uh, I know you say you you just like uh, focusing maybe on the amigur, um, amigurumi. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. That was really <laughs> good. That was really good. <laughs> but uh, I've seen a lot of uh, interest and popularity of the crocheted hats. Uh, I've seen crocheted hats of, of course, Yoda, Grogu ears. I've seen Darth Vader helmets and Princess Leia cinnamon roll bun hats and stuff like that. Is that something you've ever looked <laughs> into? Or yeah, so I I um I freeformed a Yoda baby rattle that I was really really proud of that I made for Bo whenever he was born. Uh huh. And I believe I made him a Yoda hat. Yep, we still have it. Yeah, but, um, you know, I just don't, my, my daughter never really got into Star Wars. She doesn't like Harry Potter, so, you know, she likes for me to make her things, but nothing really character unless it's just like a general bunny <clears throat> unicorn. But even then she's, you know, grown out of those things too. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something that I've made and could make more of. Um, some of those are, are pretty simple for um, 
I mean, I consider myself a more advanced crocheter now. Certainly didn't 15 years ago. But um, yeah, and I, I, I've made, I crocheted a dragon mask for my daughter for Halloween one year. So that was a full okay. headpiece. And I'm assuming there are patterns on online available for stuff like that too. And or maybe even books. I don't know. There are, but you know, a lot of times you have to be careful buying patterns online because they're not necessarily tech edited for consistency. They're uh-huh. not um, tested by proper testers. There's a lot of people just selling patterns out there that have no business writing them. And, <laughs> you know, you, you pay $7 for a pattern only to find out it's not something that you can work with. And I've done that so many times that if I feel like I can do it without a pattern, I'll trudge forward and do it without a pattern. Um, but more intricate things I try to find patterns for. But if any of your listeners out there have any questions at all, um, we can certainly use Facebook as a means to communicate about, you know, any questions that they might have for me or mm-hmm. I don't know, any other topics about it. Carl, you have any questions? Um, you, she said earlier that she didn't really rush one. On average, how long does it take you to do one? Like one of the dolls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was one evening that I made two Ewoks. And if I'm like... Um, I believe the BB-8, I was on a trip with my mother-in-law, so we were sitting on a tour bus driving all around Great Britain. So, I mean, it didn't take long because I wasn't driving. I didn't have to focus on the road. <laughs> well, I hope you're not trying to <laughs> crochet while you're driving. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it really just depends. Um, anytime I go on trips, I usually have a project with me. But, you know, if I have a busy week at home, I may not even touch and, and a project or it could sit you know, for a couple of weeks. But I guess all in work time really just depends on the pain in my hand and how excited I am to finish. Oh, okay. So, you know, two hours, four hours for one of, one of these uh, Lucy Collin patterns, I would say. How much, like, so these people know, like how much does it normally cost in materials, not time? Cause you really can't put a <laughs> price on that. But in materials to make like one one of these characters. Um, and that's that's where it gets a little fuzzy too, because if you're buying all these colors of yarn and you have no other use for them, that's money and material. But if you're going to make a whole collection and you buy all the colors, you know, I mean, you could buy mm-hmm. a skein of Red Heart Super Saver yarn for I don't know four or five dollars now. I think sometimes maybe up to six and. If you find it on clearance, as little as two. Um, if you need four colors, you know, 20 bucks in yarn, you have to buy a bag of polyfill, um, which is, I don't know, $8, I think. Um, How many characters can you make a, in, with polyfill normally? Oh, man. I've had probably the same couple of bags of polyfill for 15 years. Oh, that's good. And they're not big bags, but I don't make big projects. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because so, these characters are, you know, what, four or five inches at the most? Yeah, at the most. And you're just stuffing. And anytime, anytime I get one of these books, it comes with another bag of polyfill. Or I've gotten projects from other companies that sell Omega Roomies. Um, like I made uh, my daughter a frog, and I the polyfill bag they sent me, I think I used like a fifth of it. So there's, I, you know, it was just 
an unbalanced amount of polyfill in this project. So now I have to stuff it in my ever-growing bag of polyfill. <laughs> <laughs> it never goes away. So yeah, you could you could easily make every one of these from a bag of polyfill and I don't know, in depending on how many colors you need for all the different people. But that's just it. Like if you're going to make all the people, you really only need like two or three different skin tone colors. Um, you know, you've got uh, Finn well, when you start and making aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even then, like, you know, the green that's in um, Greedo is the same green that I think I would have used in the Mandalorian. And maybe even Jabba the Hutt. Green in the Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, You're talking like for Grogu or Yoda or someone like that? I'm sorry, Boba Fett. Boba Fett, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's got like a green tinge color to the yarn and with the red and the black on the face. And um, I think that's the same color I would have used. Probably the same skein of yarn that I held on to since I made that one about 15 years ago. You know, you just have a stash of yarn if you're a, a regular crocheter, so... Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you... I can understand some of those colors like black. You know, you're going to use black on a lot of stuff. Right. Yeah, I think the only color that stands out as the only one I would not use for anything else would be the the C-3PO. Gold. But even then, mm -hmm. looking through the book, um, Finn's jacket is made with the same color as C-3PO. So, yeah, I mean, you can, it's got a lot of crossover. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you had 50 bucks to spend on yarn and polyfill and, you know, some safety eyes, which you can get at most craft stores, you can get the basic black safety eyes. Um, you could probably make, I don't know, 30, 40 of these different characters. So all three books worth. For 50 bucks. That's not bad. Right. And really, I, as far as I know, there there isn't a mainstream uh, merchandise line for crochet figures. Uh, no. The only way you can really get your hands on them is if somebody else has made them and is selling them on eBay or something like that, or, or of course, just make it yourself. If you go to Etsy, there are some makers who, in the past couple years, um, the making maker community has kind of grown because of the whole pandemic. Um, so a lot of people who've rediscovered crochet, now they have all these things that, you know, they've already given to all their friends and family. Now what to do with them? So if you checked out Etsy, you could find some finished products. I don't really sell my work because I feel like I have too many projects that I want to make. Um, I don't want to be on anybody's deadline. And right. the price that I would charge for them that I would think is a a fair price isn't fair to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because time's worth a lot. I mean, it's not easy making these, really. It's not. I mean, they're they're simple if you just follow the directions. Um, but I, I guess um, it just depends on, you know, whether or not you have arthritis. <laughs> yeah. How fast you can go. All right. Anybody have any other questions? All right. Nope. All right. So, uh, Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it, and uh, it was a, a really good discussion. I like I liked listening to it and figuring out you know some of the the nuances of how you made them. Cool. I'm glad to finally come on. I know I've been a Patreon member for a long time, and you were um, our first. Enjoyed some of the perks, <laughs> and you've helped out quite a bit. 
cool. So thank you. Yes, thank you. From the new guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to support my brother. I listen to every one of the podcasts. So you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one. <laughs> there might be someone else out there. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh Carl, you wanna uh read our Speaking of Patreons, we do have the Patreon and if you was a Jedi Master you could come on here and discuss a topic too as well, but it's at the Patreon dot com slash the Star Wars Collector and we also have levels as low as a dollar a month where you can support just for a dollar a month and help out. And we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And we also have a Facebook group. And you can still leave us an iTunes review if you feel inclined to do so. Or anywhere else. Yes. And I assume Discord is still dead, Brian. Yep. Yep. We're on Discord, too, even though it's dead. And um, if you want to contact us or anything, like if Hasbro wants to send us some toys to review or something... It's TSWCpodcast at gmail.com, and we're also on Twitter at TSWCpodcast. Do we not have a Facebook shout-out no more? No, I keep forgetting okay. to do it, so <laughs> I just took it off. All right, thanks for all that's listening, then, and yep. following us on Facebook. All right, thanks, everybody, and we'll talk to you next month. So long, everybody. Bye. Bye.